welcome back, folks. You got another episode of Snooze and Booze. This is episode 199 officially. This is going to be the one right before the big one. You know, That's what she said. 200 <laughs> coming. And we got our special fan favorite back, basically a co-host at this point, right, Tom? Sure, yeah. Tommy Guns Medell back in, back in the saddle again. Yeah. It's either this or you're going to be home alone and nobody's at the house right now. That would have been cool too, but I don't know what I would would have done. Uh, your sister went to a show a gig yeah, in Santa Ana. Uh, Santa, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a spot. But, uh, and your mom went to a girl's had a girl tonight. Yeah, I was probably gonna, I was probably gonna just like watch some movies because I was watching Kid Clowns from Space. Yeah, that's cool, man. Do you remember that? Movie? Oh, of course, absolutely. Yeah, classic. Classic childhood classic. Uh, yeah, I hadn't seen it in a while, so I was like, I, because the whole week I was like, I should watch this. It, it, it holds up still. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, definitely brings memories watching it. You know. Yeah. How old were you when you first saw it? I think I was like seven or no, I had to be younger. Maybe like six or five. You were well into your horror phase by then. Yeah. You you wanted to pause it, Louis? Uh, go ahead. Uh, Andy Kaufman, more like. More and, like and no, Andy Dwyer from. Did you but start again? Right. Yeah, we're oh, actually, okay. sorry. No, it's Andy We were talking about um, Gloomy Sunday right before we cut on yeah, um, the song. I don't know who it's by. Um, I think it's by Gloomy Gus. I'll say Pagliacci. <laughs> He's a sad clown. He should go watch clowns when he's tell, sad. Tell That's funny. Story. Killer clowns. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Killer clowns. What song? Oh, yeah, go ahead, Lovey. Tell the story about the Gloomy gloomy Sunday song about the suicide shit. Yeah, I guess apparently it's almost like a like a myth, urban legend. Yeah, at this point it has to be, right? Because it's just blown up, but, like, nobody's heard of it. It's just like, oh, there's a song that if you listen to it, it makes, like, people have killed themselves over it. I mean, it's very possible that it started by somebody was suicidal, killed themselves, and the last song that was playing was Gloomy Sunday, right? Right. I mean, there's and always- then the there's always that thing where it's like you modify the story like one coincidence happens after another and then you just tell it and then it becomes something else it becomes know? like a self for prophecy. prophecy yeah 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 it's like what if <laughs> the song was umbop by hansen and then like oh you know if you hear that it's... song once you want to kill yourself you know that kind of <laughs> shit you know? yeah right, right. No, that's a good song i think I there's agree. like a one of my one of those historical things also is like there's this very hideous like persian princess that's not attractive at all. Oh, yeah. But allegedly, like, 14 men killed themselves because she <laughs> refused to marry them or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, we're, we're just, you know. It's like, samesies, bro. Samesies. Yeah, like, they, they killed themselves because if, if she rejects them, then, man, nobody's going <laughs> to, you know, Zach, what's happening? Or how did that happen, you know? Yeah. yeah it makes sense. Yeah. His, 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 I love that, those little, like, weird history Little weird facts of history it's type of thing. Yeah, it is super, super interesting. interesting. I love love that stuff. I listen yeah. to a few. I, listen, I watch a few uh, uh, YouTube channels on that yeah. kind of weird history shit. It's pretty cool. I don't really mm. like watch that stuff often. I know you do a lot, mm. and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, usually I'll like watch some stuff where it's like, uh, like the content that I watch. Yeah, it's sometimes like mystery stuff or like. Specifically, I was watching one earlier where it was like art from the mentally disturbed. Oh, sure. And it was interesting. It was I've seen a couple like of those. A lot video. of a lot of scribbles. A lot of scribbles and scrambles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a lot yes. of that. Uh, 
but it's cool art. What, what if it was all like made by like five year olds and this is like, oh, let's just say it was by mental disturbed people. It's like another thing that like, becomes that way, you know? Oh, that's how they'll make money. What uh, what about you, Love? What's a weird, fun history, historical fact that you like that you always kind of, oh, that's nice. Um, Like why they call it a bathroom? Sure. Like it has nothing to do with there being a bath. It's uh like in reference to Elizabeth Bathory. Oh sure, yeah, everyone knows her. Yeah, you know, um, like, she was pretty much like the female Dracula, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Where she would um, she was uh like a queen or princess. Uh, la- she was a lady. Lady. Mm-hmm. Lady. Lady Elizabeth Bathory. Uh, I think from Turkish, I want to say. Turkey. Tur. Yeah, from Turkey. Yeah. Hungarian. Or Hungarian. I think it I was, Hungarian. It was Hungarian. Yeah. yeah. So like um, she would um bathe in the blood of virgins young virgin girls of the town to like keep her youth yeah you know and i guess like the room that she did all that in where she would um like hang it upside down like over like a because it was a bathtub and just like slid them and just like let the blood like kind of pour all over her mm-hmm. and she would just kind of like drench herself in that mm-hmm. it could, that was like sort of the bathroom where she did all that stuff yeah the bathroom that's bathroom. dope yeah <laughs> And the restroom was where she would rest after. That's right. It was, it was exhausting. Yes, it was. So. Youth is exhausting. <laughs> Youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. <laughs> is that, uh, That's an Oscar. 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 Yeah. Was that Oscar yeah. wrong? No, it's not. Oscar, is that Andy Kaufman? Um, no. Is that Downfall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Usually, I like to mess with him a lot. <laughs> he bullies me. I oh, he's trying to play victim again. Okay. This is like we have to talk about the Johnsons over here, bro. The Johnsons. Oh, oh. uh, not me and Gwen. Oh yeah, you guys like. Team it's, up mainly it's mainly Gwen. It's mainly Gwen. Well, me and Gwen go get into it, but it's but she like has you as like funny. your attack dog, and your mom just is about. She your mom doesn't even do anything. She just so watches. You think it's funny? She's. Mm, and then she gets mad at me when I go hard back on you, when I go too hard or something. Because you're the adult. You're supposed to be just, like, calm down. You know we're kidding. No. <laughs> if you talk shit to me, I'm going to shit talk her myself. We're all playing. Yeah, we're kidding, all playing. Yeah. 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 Just kidding. Yeah, we're, I'm yeah. kidding too, bozo. Jabroni. Can't take a joke, huh? Look at you with your Mexican Andy Warhol thing going on here, huh? What is this? Huh? You look like a beetle. Like a band member or an actual Beatles. both. <laughs> you look like an awesome. actual band member in a Beatles wig. I'd rather be the actual Beatle than you the look band like an actual members. Beatle in a Beatles band member wig. I don't like the Beatles. Why? They're great, man. They make good music. I just don't like them. Explain. Like, that's how they sound. That's how they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's how, like. that's how everybody you listen to sounds like. Nope. Daniel Johnson doesn't sound like that. No, he likes the Beatles. He exactly. wants to be Beatles, but. I, no, because I'm not saying they make bad music. I just don't really like it too much. Loaf, who's good that you don't really like? Who's good that I don't really like? Oof. Like a band that's admittedly... Or like and by good, do you mean like very popular? Like, no, I don't. Nope. Define good. I mean quality. So, just something like, okay, it's well made, but uh-huh. you don't really like it. Right, exactly. Oh, okay, so it's not like it. popular opinion that's or exactly anything. exactly Quality, damn. Who's good that I don't really like? Downfall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the shit off. Hey. Yeah, that's a question. I don't know where you got it. Hot topic. Mm. Oh, my of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, dude. I'll yeah, say Metallica. Okay, that's a great answer. Yeah, 
Because they are legitimate musicians. Yeah, they're good musicians. Good musicians. Yeah. There's actually a few songs I don't mind from them, but overall, I agree, I, I agree with you. Them and Plus, they're just, you know, assholes. So they sue their fans. Who the fuck sues their fans, man? Them and Metallica. Kiss. <laughs> them and Kiss. Metallic Kiss. It's yeah. ultimate collaboration. <laughs> I wouldn't kiss, my, kiss my I'd grades. I'd pay zero dollars to see them. Yeah. <laughs> I've That's never fair. really liked Metallica. That's fair. Never got into it. Well, I like other music that's like them. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of Megadeth and Slayer. Uh, even yeah. a bit of Anthrax. I'm just not Metallica fan specifically. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't like know. Anthrax. No? No. Oh. I don't know. I Again, I just never really got into it. I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, but also, like, no. Yeah, I agree like, with you. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't really connect with it. I don't vibe with it. Uh, I think a modern-day version of that for me is, like, Kanye West. I'm not a fan of his. His music. I don't think his music is great. It's okay. I I acknowledge that it, I it's good, but to what's his his like popular album? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Is that what's called? I'm, uh, I know. Is that what's called? What's that? Oh, Lofa knows. He like you like him, right? Yeah, I like him. Yeah, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to it and I hated it. Yeah, I absolutely hated it. As it like was, a musician yourself, right? I'm not really a musician. Yeah, but you know what you mean. You're someone that creates music. You don't want to consider yourself a musician, that's fine. But I'm just saying, as someone that's a creative, I, you listen I make to something. Things. That's what I call myself. <laughs> a maker of things. Okay. But <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just really don't like it. It was boring. Oh, boring. And it was just more annoying than anything. Like I listened to it in the room, and Gwen was like, "Stop! Please stop <laughs> playing it." But uh, you were trying to give it a chance, or what? I was trying to give it a chance. Well, I wanted to listen to the whole thing to see if, like, is there anything good on this album? Yeah. There was. I liked the song Runaway a lot. That's a great one. I, I really like That was my favorite song the whole album. That was actually really great. But the rest of it was, uh... Garbage. Hmm. This is garbage. I don't know. I just, it just got on my nerves. I, I just, I think for me, especially music in general, but specifically modern music... Nothing really impresses me. Like I feel like Shania Twain. It don't impress me much, you know. <laughs> but it yeah. doesn't. Nothing really isn't like blows me. Uh, nothing blows my skirt up, you know. The, yeah, I don't. The the only exception I have with those is like musicians that I liked before, but that are still making music, you know. Okay. Like that. Like Fiona Apple. But again, yeah, but again, it's it's more just like oh, you were previously making music and now you're still doing it and it's good. It's you're still relevant type of thing you're still creative yeah no 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 i'm not even kidding uh i i know i say as a joke because i always tell you if you're not listen if you're not but i i legitimately her last album was something out of this world and i felt that way about her album before the idler wheel the one that came out 2012 uh, um i feel like i've probably listened to her all her music at this point just peripherally just, you, just yeah. by background noise. yeah, yeah it's it's, it, it's good it's I, I honestly think it's creatively one of the most unique Performer artist I've ever heard like Daniel Johnson. Well, that's definitely creatively unique for sure. But I think uh, Fiona is just uh, she's doing something musically that very little people no, yeah. can understand, um, including myself. She's, you know what I mean, you could have Mozart look at her. I think I, I think Mozart would look at her and be and he'd be like, wow, you know what I mean? Just the uh, kind of stuff you well, you disagree with. She's, no, uh, that's a bold statement. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. I don't think Mozart's talented. Sure. He's a nerd. <laughs> I think Beethoven was a nerd. Mozart was more Beethoven of a rock star. Beethoven was a nerd. Uh, uh, but yeah, if you're someone like that, like a prodigy, could but, look at um, her music and be like, wow. Okay, I, Fiona I, Apple, I like her songwriting the most. Like, 
her the tune of her songs, you know, she isn't trying to go for something that um she's trying to go for something that like maybe people will like. That's right. Doing her stuff and it's good. There's something respectable Talented. about that. Even like Absolutely. when someone I don't like does something that they don't care it's for them. There's something respectable about that. Yeah. A lot of the people you like, son, are like that. Where it's they're not even really making music for people. They're making music for themselves. And they don't... Actually, a lot of filmmakers that you like are like that, which I respect yeah. a lot more. Like hey, I like doing that a lot. You got a handful of directors who are... They don't give a fuck if the fans or the studio likes what they do. And they're like just Hollis like... Frampton. He's one. Uh, he doesn't care what I think about. Uh, like Harmony Kareem is obviously... We were talking about him. He's yeah. someone... Even like, to be fair, someone more popular like David uh, David Lynch, you know, yeah. there's some there they make music. I mean, uh, excuse me, uh, films for themselves without uh, having to explain yeah, themselves to anybody. Um, I don't think you should make movies just because like for other people. It, it's always I like, don't. I have nothing wrong against an artist who wants to make something to please people. I think that's fine. I think that's good. No, it's just I have a problem. With, I don't like art like that. Like I get it because it's. Yeah, it, it feels disingenuous. Ah, uh, what do you think, Loaf? Um, I guess as long as there's like uh, a genuineness, like whether you do it for somebody else, at least it's still like, but it's still something you would make. Like even though like is like you make it, like it's like it passes like your kind of like standards or whatever, and then a lot of people like it also. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a win-win. Or are you like? Do you mean like specifically like it's not something that you necessarily like, but you know it's popular? So he got, he doing... said it. You gotta ask him. So is that, I'm, it... I'm talking more about making it to please people and like money and stuff, like Michael Bay type stuff. Yeah, like there's so, an art to his movies for sure, but it, it it just it's just different. It feels more distant than others because it, I don't really get a genuine feel from it. In my opinion, that oh. kind of stuff feels formulaic because you're uh, yeah, you're crazy. trying to get a formula to please as many people as you can. That's and how I feel about Marvel movies. Who? Marvel, Marvel movies. Oh. There's something too. You're not wrong. But I also don't think that that's the reason to disregard them because they can still be very enjoyable. I'm not denying that. Yeah. Now, whether you consider it art or at least a high quality art is a different story than enjoyability. You know? Yeah. It, it may not move me but it's still, I mean, I move me in an emotional sense where, well, no, excitement is an emotion. You know, when I see Captain America pick up Thor's hammer, like, oh, shit, yeah, that's that an emotion, awesome. and I'm excited, you know? That's, why is that emotion less warranted than the one that makes me cry when I see uh, Julian Donkey Boy and his dead son, you know, spoiler alert, and he's holding his dead son and runs away. You know what I'm saying? Why is that, that you know? Why is one emotion given more credit than the other? I feel like. That just depends on you, but I feel like one is definitely more visceral. Well, the one that's more visceral is Captain Fucking America, bro. Right? Right, Loaf? No. Right, son? I knew it. Okay, so perfect example of marrying the both, right? Like something like Rick and Morty. That's extremely popular now, but it also has indie cred, right? Because Dan Harmon created it and Justin Roiland. And we look at an episode I showed you last night where... It's legitimately all this space bullshit, all this kind of like sci-fi crap. It, you get down to it, and there's a scene where where Morty, the boy, is suffering through one of his first heartaches, and the girl leaves him. And it's in and it's in a real scene, hmm. you know. She says, uh, "I want you to stand," and then she's like, "I don't, I don't want to." Fuck you! And then they go and they break up. 
And then Morty's mom comes in and she understands because she's been there. And he just cries. He's like, she left me. She's gone. That's a, that's a real scene in this this fun show, but it's a real emotional scene. Yeah. Tell me that you didn't feel something that, you know? That's what I'm saying. It's, there's yeah. a way to marry both of them where you don't yeah. have to discard everything that's popular well, just that, because it's popular. I'm not discarding it because it's popular. But that show does it. Uh, that show does a good job at that a lot, like mixing the two emotions, or finding a way for them to blend well in like one single episode. Yeah. And I applaud for that. I don't care if it's popular or not. It's still a good show. Okay. But um, I was thinking of yesterday. We scared him. We scared the man. First of all, I almost killed y'all. Okay, well, sure. Go ahead. Sure. What happened? Uh, yesterday, uh, me, mommy, and Quinn, we hid from him, like in my room. Mm-hmm. We had like turned off all the lights, and he was just like, "Where are you?" Rah, rah. And then you know how he sounds. <laughs> and then, I don't sound like that. First of all, <laughs> let the audience judge. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're hiding from him, and then we were cackling in the closet. <laughs> And then, then he comes in our room, and then we all scream at him, and he gets all scared. He jumps and shivers in his spine. That's not. <laughs> that's what happened. That's I not. Can... No. First of all, I slowly. I mean, like, yeah. I do. I do a warrior stance. Sure. As a reaction, and my fist comes up, and it was like one inch away from your mom's face. I almost freaking punched her. And if I did, why would you It would have been your fault. Would have been your fault. You're the one who brought up the fist. I'm. I'm reacting. To a spontaneous moment, you guys are like trying to scare me, and I'm reacting trying defensively. To, <laughs> I'm reacting defensively. All right. if, that if your mom ends up getting punched because you guys want to scare me, that's you. That's your guys' fault. No, Loaf. that's not how. It Back me up here. That's like a thing in The Simpsons where it's like, oh, I'm punching towards the air, and if you come towards me, it's your fault. <laughs> that's not even that, dude. <laughs> yes, it is. That's me reacting defensively. It's my <laughs> general reaction. He does that when we try to wake him up from the couch. Like we'll be like tap on his shoulder, and he goes, <sighs> "That's just instinctively." Yeah. Why would you do that? We're not no harm. I don't know that. You just woke me up from a deep sleep. Yeah. Now we will be harmed. Watch out. <laughs> I thought it was just a funny story that we scared him. It didn't scare me. It was a jump scare. I reacted, that's all. Sure. Love, does your mom and dad ever try to scare you? Nah. Oh. Probably when I was little. What about, did you ever, where, try, did you ever try, yeah, I was going to say, did you ever try to scare them? Um. And they ever punch you for scaring them? Like, you know, probably, like, Reactively, yeah. yeah. And they said the same thing in Warrior Stance and everything. I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> mom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I try to scare him a lot. Nope. You, because oh. I think I think, like I said, I think it's funny to mess with him because he gets all mad. I don't get mad. You see, you're I like think I get fake mad for the comedy of it. You know, <laughs> the comedy. Oh, okay. oh, speaking of comedy, that show I think you should leave is back season oh. two. Oh, nice. I mean, season I'm two. down. I don't know if you're doing anything, but down to go watch it after this. Or are yeah, you going somewhere? That's- uh, I don't think so. We're because we were gonna. Oh, let's wait till after the show so we don't. Oh, we don't. Uh, yeah. we're gonna go watch that's, it after this. Um, that show is for sure one of the more creative things that I've seen in a while. But yeah, good. Or just it's it's different. Oh, yeah. I love that weird shit. It, it's different, and it, I I love for that. I love for being like something else, and sometimes it could be so just like quiet and uh, like nonsensical, or just like loud and absurd. I love it. Absurdity, yeah. I think, is the right word for it. Absurdity. Yeah. Random absurdity? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or Generic? General? Or what was the famous phrase? 
Because it's like a canvas, right? You want to make God. something. <laughs> you want to make something a canvas. Like the internet. Yeah, like the internet. You know, you want it to. It's like the internet for me is like a canvas for artistic freedom. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Thank you for sitting through that, because now you see a little bit of my pain when I have to edit episodes like that. You know, <laughs> there was one time I legit had to edit an episode that was like four hours long and it took me all day all fucking day why don't you have fun editing i have fun editing uh this one was rough i think just because i have to listen to people sound horrible and then try to make it sound okay jeez okay. myself included don't get me wrong I, I, there's some stuff where i have to i mean we're all guilty of it but it's just it's very painstakingly yeah. uh, a slow process tedious because you have to it's basically i like listen to the same thing over and over and over right. again you know? yeah yeah well especially when it's audio like that's right. very different yeah, but I, don't, I have fun editing. Well, that's good, man. I hope I you become you do that as a profession. That'd be cool. It takes a lot of time. I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought you had fun doing it. I do, but it also takes a lot of time. I know that. That's what I was. I yeah. was bitching. But, uh, yeah, I like to. Fuck it's hot. Like to make those uh like little short snippets or whatever. Yeah. That I do, and um. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Back to the, uh, like, my favorite sketch from the first season of I Think You Should Leave is the one with the uh, homegirl from uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, the one that had uh, cancer. Vanessa. Vanessa Bay? Yeah, Vanessa Bay. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah I told you she was on Mary and she did a whole, or uh, not Mary, I'm sorry, um, uh, Anna Ferris's Ferris? podcast. It was really great. I think, yeah. Oh, so, you know, the one where she's talking about, like, uh, sitting here with these pig fucks. <laughs> What is this? Is like these pig they were, fucks. They were doing like stuff my fucking fucking shit or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very similar. No, I think yeah, hers right. was worse. To be honest, yours was hurt. But yeah, because they in the skit it was like her friends were out in something and they captioned their dumb dums like with these dumb dums like these two idiots. Yeah, and she was like, okay, I got it, I got it, and she's <laughs> taking the whole thing to the extreme. So she's like. It's these a-holes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what did she say? Like, we're just a bunch of pig fuckers eating pig. <laughs> sloppy. I don't know. She just sounds like that. Yeah, it was Someone something like our ass or something. I like that. Um, that, that was funny. But I think my favorite one from the whole season, the whole first season, <laughs> was when he... The hot dog? The hot dog. Oh, one. yeah. Yeah. You remember that one, Lovie? The um, Tim hot. Robinson in the suit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... I think the thing that makes that skit is when he points over and they're like, you're just like a hot dog. And that's a hot dog cart. And he's like, so is that guy. <laughs> some guy in like this beige. like, like Yeah, it looks exactly like the colors are the just, same. He's just like a hot dog. My favorite part of that is at the towards the beginning when everyone's like, who did it? And he's like, yeah, in the hot dog outfit. He's like, who did this, guys? <laughs> who? I hope we find him. Yeah. I... It's a very creative show. Oh, it's great, um, man. I'm surprised. It's like along the lines of that whole like Nathan for you type comedy. I think. Oh yeah, Nate, or even like uh, like Brian Rogers. Oh he's, yeah, a bit like that. He's more Eric Andre ish, but yeah, absolutely. Love. Do you listen I'd or say, do you watch uh, uh, Brian um, Rogers' uh, channel? No, I haven't. Brian Rogers is more like yeah, like that Sasha Baron Cohen, but also like John Waters. I think he's obscene. Uh, John Waters is obscene comedy. Is that a fair? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send you some stuff. Very funny, but also like, uh, don't watch it with your mom and dad. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, hmm. he has the ability to offend everyone. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah, <laughs> he definitely can be offensive to 
if you're offended by stuff, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I watched this stuff when I was. I think Gwen found his channel when we were. I was like in fourth grade, I think. And Gwen was what seventh? Yeah, probably. And it, we just couldn't stop watching them. It was like hilarious. It was like, oh, finding this new thing. It's super funny. Yeah. It was just like crude and. Did insane. I find it? On my own? Or did you guys show me it to me? We showed one to you, and you were like, "This is awesome! Wow, you guys, thanks." That doesn't sound anything like me, dude. <laughs> that sounds exactly like him. He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> my name's Tommy. I'm a huge fucking nerd. How about that? <laughs> Don't I sound like you? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Didn't you say you were the nerd? I am a nerd. I'm you're a nerd. Chad. No, bro. I'm a fucking nerd, man. I keep telling you guys. Your glasses, no, don't you think I'm, yeah, where are my glasses? You wouldn't hit the guy. With That's glasses. a nerd. That's a nerd, jock, bro. Right? That's not a jock. I'm a nerd, man. Look, my glasses have no lenses. The backwards hat. That makes it even more. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Here you go. Frat guy. No, not frat boy. I'm a fucking nerd, man. I'm a in Re in Revenge of the Nerds. I like that movie. I ro I rooted for the oh, nerds. Oh God, I hate that. <laughs> Why? I mean, the date rape see, scene? It, it was just all. It was so like everything they did could is pretty much illegal, <laughs> and it's just they're all so annoying. Not annoying. They're cool, man. They're cool peep. They're peeping college people. Peeping yeah, college. you know how it was in the eighties, dude. You know everybody it's was fine. a sexual like predator. It. <laughs> it's all good, bro. Yeah, it's fine, bro. You know everyone was, bro. Everyone was sexual predator, bro. <laughs> But those are the days. That's what you sound like. Hell yeah, man. Titicita. Hell yeah, <laughs> I wish his show was last longer. Ben Ben Hoffman. Huh. Who? Uh, well, Wheeler Walker Jr. Jr. Ben Hoffman. Oh man. Uh, I remember when you introduced me to Wheeler Walker. I was like, "What is this?" But it's also funny. You know, your sister really likes him. Like Gwen knows all the words to all Wheeler <laughs> Walker songs. Because <laughs> that weird. she said that was the, one of the only things that was like. On her iTunes, thing, yeah, so, so she just listen to that over, over and over. That's so that weird. Was funny. He has legitimately some catchy songs, though. I oh, like yeah, stuff. They're great, very funny. Uh, it's like moldy peaches type stuff. That's what I, I that's you know, I like the moldy peaches. I like them. Well, I like Love Kim, 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 um, Kimia Dawson. yeah, Kimia Dawson. Yeah. She's cool. Love who, uh, as far as absurdity or obscene or you know, that kind of weird humor, who are some of your favorites of that? off-brand type of shit. Uh, Tom T-Bone Stankus. Or is, I'm not familiar with him. Uh, it was one of the uh, Dr. Demento people. Oh, from back in the... Yeah. He has a song called Existential Blues. Nice. I feel like I've heard them before. There ain't no cure for the Existential Blues? Like, like it's a riff on that? Oh, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was like a, a, a spoof. I'm thinking Weird Al shit, like spoof on Summertime Blues. Oh, there's like some like that. Yeah. Then there's like a... What the fuck are they called? Uh, the, remember California the fish reasons? head song? Oh, you know, I didn't mean music-wise. I meant more to the sketch comedy people. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, is there any, yeah. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic? Oh, I mean, I, I like wouldn't. It. I wouldn't. Oh, no? Oh. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's still kind of music-wise, right? Well, I know he did the VHF. Yeah, the bro. UHF. Yeah. Uh, oh. With Kramer. I, uh, Benny Hill? Kramer, that's one. Yeah. Benny Hill is um, obscene? I guess. Obscene people? I don't know. I I like the like the really weird stuff, the awkwardness. Well I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. Uh like pilot I like a lot of animators like that. So uh I showed you some of Pilot Red Sun. Uh huh. You remember stuff? Yeah. I his things a lot just the the weirdness of it all and just how it feels like so different and again just weird. I like that stuff a lot. And um, like you said, Brennan Rogers, 
Like out of those like crew people. I, I was sending some stuff from him. It, it it's it's really funny. Except it's like the rap. You ever see the Racka Flacka guy, Flacka guys? The guys oh. who's like Australian Ronald McDonald. Oh, those guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, that's I think how I saw Brandon Rogers too. I, their stuff is more cinematic, I think. Yeah. Because like, they're actually like they want to be directors and stuff. Oh okay. Yeah. So there's stuff. There's a lot of production that goes into them. I like their stuff a lot too. Uh, I saw them too when I was like pretty young. So I was, I was introduced to that uh, a lot in there. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, YouTube has, exp- you know, I mean. Yeah. It has a, it's like a canvas, you know, <laughs> the internet. <laughs> I was raised on the internet. Creatively. You literally were, right? Yeah. Because YouTube came out right around when you were born, right? Yeah. Give or take. And then I would just. You're, you know who you're, you're like? You're like a YouTube kid, the YouTube kid, like from. There was a mascot for Burger King where it was like the cool kids, but you spelled kids with a Z, you know, like kids. You don't remember this Burger King <laughs> when they, with the Happy Meals, and one of the the main cool kid had like cool sunglasses that he wore in the fucking. I'm not no cool kid. I'm YouTube, a nerd. You're a YouTube version. I'm a nerd. You're a YouTube version of that. No. Yeah. I just like the internet. <laughs> but uh, oh, I don't know if he's really like a comedian, but in the vein of like the crude humor and stuff. Uh, he's the director Todd Salons. Yeah, what do you His do? Stuff. He did Welcome to the Dollhouse. Yeah, which and I love. Happiness. Well I love both of the humor. The and cynical, Wiener Dog more recently. The cynical, just like this world where everyone is awful. Everyone's just an awful person. You're awful, Tommy. Oh yeah, how am I awful? You made fun of me. Nerd. You showed my clip. And made fun of me. Nerd, am I right? Kidding. But how about another joke? I think we've had enough of your jokes What do you get when you mix a socially We're awkward nerd? What? <laughs> Are you gonna call it the part where I say I scared you too? No, Mo. Homo, God, mo. No, son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, Todd Salons. Because he didn't scare me. I did. I scare First you. of all, I did. Oh yeah, this is uh. We're talking about Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. but yeah, new season of Rick and Morty. So far, so good, bro. Yeah. I'm really digging it. Uh, I liked the first episode a lot. I thought it was really good. I didn't get too much laughs out of it, but it was really well made, and I thought it told a good story. Oh, it even went a little bit existential with, uh, what's her face? Um, Morty's girl they usually likes. Jessica. Jessica. Where yeah. she like, sees, that. like, the end of time, and she has a whole different outlook. That was great. I really liked that. That was funny, yeah. I liked that. Um... There's a lot of stuff coming out recently. You know, there's, like, trailers for things. I huh. like it. I what are you looking forward to that's coming out? Oh, did you see the Candyman trailer? Yeah, man. Uh, that I'm really awesome. like Because I like Clive Barker a lot. Like, I'm really into yeah, the first I mean, two Hellraisers and the original Candyman stuff. I'm a big fan of it this. Was, I think it's produced by Jordan Peele's production company. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, the yeah. Candyman mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And it looked really good. It looked really scary and creepy. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. I, just, I love that story about him with, uh, you know, interracial, and that's why they... I just really like that, that the Candyman. I thought that was a really unique... Um, Clive Barker's never got, is really unique. Yeah, well, yeah, he's he's really cool. Really, he's a sadomasochistic Art, yeah. dimension, yeah. <laughs> but you never really get, like, black horror people, you know what I mean? So it's cool to see them have, like, a... Uh, or hit it be, like, a... Uh, 
like a symbol. I don't, other than that, what was it, Snoop Dogg's Bones? <laughs> oh, or Tales from the Hood was tight. Remember Tales from the Hood? Yeah. That shit was that's pretty cool. Funny. Yeah. What about like exploitation or black exploitation? Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like, like other than that, then yeah. it's, yeah, other than that, which then it becomes a nature or like a. Is that more like a, novelty? Like, that's kind what of I mean. Yeah. Its own, okay. That's like midnight movies type stuff, you know? Right. Right, so th- that's why it was I cool to see Candyman was something that's a little bit more prominent, and the story was re- it was a good story. It wasn't just like oh, you know, a, a typical slasher film. It Kids was something just sleeping around, and then they get what's right. Them. Yeah. It was something with an actual with actual heaviness to it, weight mm. to it. Like each decade had their own type of horror, you know. Mm-hmm. So like the '80s is always that slasher stuff where it was more like campy and <laughs> kind of exploitation. Well, exploitation was through the '70s, right? Yeah. Uh, but the 70s, you had more of those, like, psychological stuff. Well, they say that a lot of yeah, that has to do with your political, um, your actual world issues, believe it or not. Well, like, think of it, like, during, um, during Obama's, oh, during, like, a Bush's reign, right? Where, where it's like, we had a war going on, war on terror. So, what happened now, we have fast zombies, which you never had before. You have terrifying zombies, literally. Yeah. So that's what they're kind of supposed to represent is a more terrifying world, something that you're yeah. entering. And then you enter into Obama's presidency and it becomes uh, now your monsters become cooler. Like, there's a thing. This isn't my idea. This is something that they did on Cracked, but where uh, like your vampires become love stories, your zombies even. Remember that zombie love story movie that they had? A couple yeah. of the, everything's a love story now I, because everything's more OK and, and cooler. And well, and then now you run into uh uh, Trump's presidency and the horror we're getting now is like uh, back. Purge. Yeah, exactly. Like shit, like like you said, like purge, which is more almost grounded in reality type of thing. Hmm. Yeah, there's the, well, I've, well, with every big like event, there's always going to be like a change in media, uh huh, in how people react. Is because you know people react and you know, the artists, I guess, they always need a way to kind of Ex- express. express their anger or yeah. their. F- Emotions, yeah, I guess so. so. There's always that, and uh, they they need like a canvas to express <laughs> yeah. creative creativeness. Yes, creative creativeness. <laughs> uh, yeah, but with um, what was I saying? Like every decade and every tradition, there's a different type of like horror movie. Sure. So like you said, the seventies was like exploitation and and haunted houses, right? Or or Possessions. It was more like psychological mm. stuff, right? Well, or I get possessions would be included in psychological, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Because so, yeah. Amity will horror, exorcist, etc. And uh, psychological. Rosemary's stuff. Baby. The and omen. in the eighties, you had more the of that, that campy slasher stuff. You know, it was like yeah. Freddy, Jason, and all those people. Michael, you know, the mass yeah. killers. Right. And in the nineties, you had more self-aware. Yeah, meta stuff, shit. Yeah, like Scream. And I know you did that summer. Yeah. And I kind of more where it's like. Uh, there's also there's still those like teenagers making decisions, but it's not as like goofy, right? As the eighties ones were, right? And then with the two thousands, I feel like there's more like reboots and remakes coming out. Okay, and then and more ghost movies. Is what okay I noticed. And home invasion films started to become prominent also. Oh right, strangers. Um, it was just your next and stuff. Oh right. Early 2010s, or even uh, the Hostage. the one that, that they made a remake of the the Dutch one. They made um, the two kids. Two kids. I don't. What, uh, which one did you? you it's one of your favorites. Um, like a home invasion one. 
Where it's like three guys and they oh, break funny in. Funny games. Funny games, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking something else. <laughs> Love funny games. That was great. But it's, it's just different with each decade. Even now, you have more of a wide range with a lot of horror movies. Because you have homages to the 80s and 70s. But also, there's still that psychological stuff coming out with horror films. And I think it's interesting to see like the change with each of that. Yeah, it, it was something that I noticed a lot, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." There's yeah. got to be a documentary somewhere where you can like trace Probably. the evolution of it and how mm. these things lead to another. I love, I love yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah. Do you have I, a favorite on your like? I don't know if you guys saw. Well, this is not horror, but it's called a uh, hard way. I think it is, but it's basically like black cowboys, but based on true story. I'm familiar. with Wait, not like the hard way with uh, James Wood. No, I just, you know I saw that like. Two weeks ago, it was playing when I was in uh, South Dakota. It was playing on the thing. I was like, mm. "Oh my god, I haven't seen this movie forever!" And I just started watching <laughs> it. Like, it's not as good as I remember. Damn. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, I like that movie." And my dad was like, "Okay." <laughs> uh, and then I was actually like, "Oh yeah, it's not really that good." Yeah, James Woods is a little full of himself in it, and that yeah, kind of thing. Isn't you know? he always? Yeah, he's, I guess. That I, it's funny revisiting shit you saw as a kid and then being like, "Oh, what the fuck was I thinking?" That's Sandy Frank. Sandy Frank, yeah, yeah that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that was cool to see that, or like your opinion changing and stuff when you like her. It's like, huh? Yeah, that did not hold up well. You know, when you're younger. Like Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it was great, bro. Okay, we'll get into that later. <laughs> but, uh, what, what 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 horror movies are we finding now in this woke quote unquote woke culture? Woke. Woke. Oh, woke. 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 Um, yeah. Now that we're like more. Consciences of who we offend and you know whatever snowflakes and liberal like tears um, and and red right wing bozos you know I wonder who um, I wonder what oh well like that movie that political uh, one what was it called um, the hunt the hunt yeah was that a horror do you think I didn't it was see like that a one. thriller actually, I, I liked I liked it a lot yeah <sighs> I would really enjoy it I know you didn't right it was it was weird it was like dumb <laughs> it was awful. Papa. That was great, dude. That was kidding. awful. But it was just kind of too goofy. Of I it was too goofy. Too goofy. <laughs> it was too goofy for what I was going for. What about the Joker? Would you consider that a horror or maybe psychological? No, no I don't consider Joker to be a horror movie. That's more of like some nerd stuff. But you considered <laughs> Parasite horror. I don't consider Parasite horror. I thought you did, yeah. Now... Again, those are like psychological thrillers type okay. stuff. Um, but what I would consider a horror that I don't think too many people consider horror is funny games. Yeah. Like, I get, more it's like it's a commentary on horror movies and stuff. Like, yeah. But it's a horror. I think it's a horror movie. That and, uh, well, by the same director, Benny's Video. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Mm-mm. Uh, it's really interesting character study. I, f- I feel like you would like it a lot. It's the same dude that made Lenny's Video? Probably. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I feel like, like that one a lot. And <laughs> I, I, it's more again, it's more of like a psychological character study. But I feel like it works into the horror movie thing. It and and uh, <laughs> even I know you don't like this one too much, and I talk about it a lot. Uh, trash jumpers. It's not horror, bro. Yeah, it is. It's a horror movie. Absolutely a horror movie. There's you seen that movie these no. It's my favorite movie. It's not a movie, bro. This guy arrogant. Am I right? It's not, it's not arrogant because I don't think it's a movie. <laughs> he disregarding art. 
bro. I'm not saying it's not art, but it's not a movie. It's, it is a movie. It's a movie. It's on There's film. Actors. There's actors. Actors is a story. There's character growth. I don't think so. There's no yes, character it is. growth. There's random vignettes. Not even vignettes. There's like random. Ra- you're recording randomness. That's all it is. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Still a movie. No plot. Bro. You don't have to have a plot to be a movie. That'd be a good movie. Okay, Get <laughs> off your high horse. Uh. <laughs> but, oh, uh, this movie, I was meaning to uh, talk to you more about this movie, uh, 964 Pinocchio. Because we were going to see that on the weekend, I think. 964 Pinocchio? Oh, I think <laughs> we mentioned it, yeah. Yeah. Pinocchio. It's probably one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Heard of it, love? 964 Pinocchio, it's, no. It's like in the same vein of Tetsuo the Iron Man. Oh, shit, okay. Wait, yeah. is it Japanese? Yeah. Okay. It's a Japanese cyberpunk thing. Oh. But oh, it, it's sometimes it's kind of hard to follow, but you can get the general gist of it. But it's these, peop- these people are hired to get this... Uh, well, this guy Pinocchio. Yeah. And because he's like this old sex slave kind of. Okay. Like to these two girls, and so they're trying to get him back. The guy's a sex slave to the two girls. Yeah. And he escaped from them after out of this like. Were the girls good stuff. looking? Whatever, right, Chad. <laughs> but yeah. So he escapes, and some other girl like takes him in as her own. She's like, "Oh, I'll call you Pinocchio, nice for Pinocchio." And he basically looking it up. Uh, I'm trying to see if I find it in this one thing that I have. Disturbing movies, I speak. Huh? Is that the disturbing movies, I speak? Yeah. Cool. I remember it's a few weeks ago that iceberg was like everywhere. The disturbing movie iceberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've talked to you about it, right? The mm. one where it's like the snuff films. You have oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did mention that to me. Yeah. yeah. And kind of got my nerves or something. Really? Yeah. I don't, because, like, there's people going crazy about it. And I'm just like, that fate, that thing has passed. You're, there are Johnny-come-latelys <laughs> to you. Johnny-come-latelys. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to get you more into these art films. Thanks, man. I don't think it's working, though, because well, you're too... I'm trying to get you... Well, to what, bro? I'm a film buff. I am... Thomas. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was trying to think of something to say back then. <laughs> I, see more, I see more movies than I'm you. I'm trying to get you more into these, and you just won't budge. You're just what are like, you talking eh. about? I watch these movies. But you're just like, yeah, it's not a film. There's no <laughs> story, bro. Just Lemon? What's this? I, I told you to watch the movie Lemon I like. We still haven't watched it. With Brett Gilman and Michael Sarah. Heard of it before. It looks weird. It is weird. Brett Gilman. Is it Christina? Yeah. Christina. He's great. He's really funny. He's another one that's just off weird, oddball f- f- comedy. Didn't he have that one show about like cannabis? Like they were growing cannabis like up north? Or something, like, yeah, that sounds about. Yeah, that like, sounds I right. Think it was just like a season. I, was, I like, think you recommended it. it to me. Yeah. It was on Prime only at the time. Oh, right? it was only on Prime? Oh, okay. I think so. And I didn't have Prime at the time. Do you remember the name of it? Uh, I could IMDb him and what, find it out. What yeah. are some of your favorite shows that like were short lived, like only a season or two? Oh, Reaper. I love the Reaper. It was the same dude that was in that ghost show I really liked on Hulu, from um, Dale and Tucker. Again. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah uh, it was in that. That he had a very similar show where it was him and his friend would hunt down basically escaped demons from hell. 
It was very funny. A Reaper, a great show. Hmm. But it only lasted like two seasons and it left on a cliffhanger, so that kind of yeah. sucks. What was the ghost show called? I forgot. It was called, it was like his name, right? Was it? Gwen really liked it. Gwen yeah. actually still you watches two, it. You two watched it but a lot. And Danny DeVito's daughter is in it. Lucy DeVito. Yeah. It was, hmm. was, uh, it was that ghosted, dang. right? Is it called? No. Tyler the Bean is his name. Let me ask you. Oh, uh, shit. Can you have my phone? My show like that is The Mick. Oh, the Mick was so good. I've been good, rewatching man. the Mick a lot recently. Out of all the spinoffs of, uh, thank God. Out of all the spinoffs from Always Sunny, the Mick was my favorite. Still is my favorite. Yeah, like the actors who did the different shows, like, because uh, you have like Mythic Quest. Yeah, Mythic Quest, AP Bio, AP and Bio, the Mick. And then the Mick. I like the Mick more. Me it, too. That was my favorite one. It felt more like the Sunny humor that I was used to. She she's on a new show that's actually really good called um, Hacks on nice. HBO Max. It's I about saw her a comedy. Something like huh. on her Instagram. It looked funny. She's only in like half the episodes, but she plays the daughter of the main yeah. person, who's like an older, uh, basically like a, like a like a comedian girl, maybe like a Jay Leno type person, but a female comedic, like the first of her kind type of thing. Okay. And. Or the first female version of that, and she's kind of like doing a show residencies in Vegas now, that kind of thing. What was that one show she did with? Um, it was like about these two people who find this large amount of money. You you tried to show it. Deadbeat. It was Deadbeat, by the way. Who was the Deadbeat. Show? That was the show. But what was that one show you tried to show us with? Um, you know, D from Toy Sunny and. Oh, on uh, and Will Forte. Yeah. Oh, so that shows on. Uh, well, it was on. And Hu- what was it? Hubie? What was that? Quibi. Quibi. But now they uh, Roku bought it. So Roku has everything on that Quibi used to have. Um, yeah. So you can watch. It's only like 12 episodes, but they're like seven minute long episodes. Yeah. Very it, short. It felt, uh, very short. So it really it feels good. like one long. Yeah. Like a, mi- like a mini, like a short film, basically. Mm-hmm. If you watch it all back to back. It's really good. Really good. Will, yeah, Will Forte was... from Last Man on Earth, of course. Mm-hmm. And SNL. That was, a, that was a good one, too. Last, Last Man on Earth is great. That's, that that's another show that got like. Yeah. They don't. They they had something really special with that show and like Last Man on Earth. Uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Will Forte and uh, Kristen Shaw. Yeah. yeah. I th- that was a really original thing. I I really I g- I gotta rewatch it again. Me too. I think I'm gonna yeah. start it again too. And uh, oh, I, it only ran for like three seasons. Uh-huh. Oh, like two seasons. Uh, Gravity Falls. Oh, Gravity. Was it meant to end on purpose though? Yeah, even then, I still would have liked like some more episodes before that big finale. But I'm glad what I, what I got. But yeah, Gravity Falls is one of the one of my top top ten probably favorite shows ever. As far as cartoons go, animation animations go, that was solid show. Did you ever get a chance to see some episodes of that? Mm-mm. Really solid shit. Speaking of Kristen Shaw, she's she's one of yeah. the voices. Huh. It's her and Jason Ritter. Oh, okay. Uh, that are the two voices um, for like the main characters. Yeah, and I I, I kind of look like the grandpa. Like a... He looks like Uncle Stan. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Uh, we always, me and Gwen always talk about it because yeah. me and Gwen were really into that show. Yeah, yeah, we always. It's connected with it. Rick and Morty. It's in the same Rick and Morty universe. Huh. Yeah, there's like little hints for that. Well, I guess, but I guess the creators of both the shows were roommates. Yeah. So, oh, I see. Yeah, they worked with each other, which I think that's very cool. Mm. I like stories like that where me you too. find out, oh, these two creators are two very different shows hmm. you know they they uh they knew each other and stuff well i guess that's how it happened with like i think they all went to ucla but like stanley kubrick 
uh, Steven Spielberg, oh, yeah. uh, who else? George Francis Lucas, Ford Coppola. France Ford Coppola. They, they all, went to high school, oh. I think. They were all like, like in the same generation of filmmakers that came up around the same time and all successful and completely different type. Each one is, well, Spielberg and Lucas are a little similar, but for the most part, they're all very different from each other on the types of films they make. Still great, amazing right. movies Lucas, that we'll never forget. Lucas made two good movies and then that's it. You're right. You're absolutely right on that. I agree with you. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, Coppola and uh, Kubrick are really worlds apart. The same with you know Lucas and Spielberg, mm-hmm. but it's really cool to see like oh shit. Or did you hear that story that because uh, I think Snoop and Cameron Diaz went to Poly together. Oh right, right, Long Beach. And there's a story supposedly that Cameron Diaz bought what's up? No. Oh, uh, bought weed from Snoop. You know yeah. stuff like that. It's, That's it's, funny. It's, it's it's cool little things like that. Yeah, I like I like the stories a lot. It's very like oh wow that's that's cool. I always think about that like like five years from now when you're like making movies and Gwen's like you know whatever got her band going on and me and Lil for our next successful podcast. Hell yeah. And like Jackie's like running like like fitness pages or something. Yeah. And like oh nobody knows <laughs> like we're all related. System. Like nobody knows we're all related, but yeah. we're all like successful all in different, different aspects. Things. In different aspects. Yeah. We all have the same last name, but nobody could tell. Yeah. It's like one of those things like. Like a super obvious thing in a show yeah. that everybody like in the show is just completely oblivious to. Like if the guy's name is Fred and there's like an evil version of him, his name's Durf, but nobody notices, you know? <laughs> Something like that, right, guys? <laughs> right, Tom? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's hot. Yeah. We already got uh, like 10 more minutes. It's almost an hour. All right, cool. Oh, if you want, it's, it's not a big deal. It's, it's a filler. Ten... Let's just keep this rolling. Oh, this is fun. I just Silence. like I just like talking to you guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, What else is? are you excited to, that's coming out pretty soon? Oh shit! Yeah, perfect, man. Um, oh, the Edgar Wright movie, Last Night in Soho. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, Edgar Wright and Wes Anderson for me because I really want to see the French oh, Dispatch. French Dispatch. Right. I don't know when that's coming out. I, both. I saw. Tra- it's been off for like two years. They got to be like done by now because trailers are 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 done for both of them. Yeah. That Last Night in Soho, dude. If you would have not told me that it's Edgar Wright, I wouldn't even have known. Yeah. It looks completely different from anything he's so ever done. So different. Have you seen like, the trailer for that movie? Edgar Wright also yeah. made this. He made this documentary earlier this year. So he did, like, two things. The Beatles one? It was about, um... God, I forgot what it was about, but it was about these, like, two brothers. Oh. And it was... It looked really cool. I don't think it's out publicly yet. Mm-hmm. I'd have to check, but... Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm really excited for whatever Edgar Wright has coming out. Yeah, he's, uh, I'm a big fan of his. I'm a big fan of people who are fans of cinema specifically, right? Or directors that are, like Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah. That's probably like the epitome of that, right? The perfect example. Right. That looks kind of annoying. Sometimes. You don't like him that much, huh? Him with his movies where it's like, oh, I like these old movies from when I was a kid. Let me blah, 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 blah. What? In his own movies. I'm just Put like, a monster. All right. Chill out, dude. We get it. <laughs> we get it, bro. You like movies? What? You like movies, huh? Go make your last one then. <laughs> What's his last one going to be? I don't know. He's what been do doing think? a lot of interviews. Oh, he says, so, well, in the interviews he's been doing lately, it's going to be Kill Bill 3. No. That so, can never happen. I do not want that to happen. It's going to be what you think, too. Like I said, like the girl grown up and the whole nine, yeah. I'm with it, man. I'm with I it. I do not want that to happen. Why? I'm happy Why? with where Kill Bill was left. Because Kill Bill is his best movie. Yeah, you, you did say that's your favorite So, one. it's like, I feel like it's maybe going to ruin it. He's a good enough director. I, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Right. But I just feel... I felt Kill Bill was good where it left. Where it was left. It doesn't need. 
it it's like Titanic Part Two yeah. at this point, right? Or it's like if he made Glorious Bastards too. Oh, hmm. that's what it, that's what how you can make I a Vietnam version it. of that. That would be Part Two. <laughs> what do you think, Loaf? What's the best film from Quentin Tarantino, for your opinion? Into the mic. This one. Uh, shit. Pulp Fiction? Django. I love that's Django. That's always a go-to. I love Django. That's my favorite. Damn. I didn't Django say that's his best good. film, but that's my favorite film is Django. Mm. So which one is it? Like, just my personal favorite? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm or, asking or what you think is his best one. His best one? Yeah. All around? Like, I th- I personally think his best one is Inglorious Bastards. I think his best is Reservoir Dogs. Oh, his first one? He's even talked about remaking that one, like, properly now. Yeah. Really? He was talking, like he said, he's been doing the podcast rounds lately, so. He's got to stop. <laughs> Dang. Uh, this, this is a good one. <laughs> he looks so cool, Tom. Thanks. This guy has sunglasses indoors, everybody. Everybody at home. <laughs> and they're white. They're white sunglasses. Let's do I'll say Kill Bill 1. You'd look like a bully in the 80s movie they're right mom now. glasses. <laughs> Wait, what was it? That yeah, Horace? for women. Wasn't it? What's his face? Uh, no, was it Rudy? Didn't he come with like glasses like that? They're they're black though. Rudy's. Rudy's. Oh, okay. I'm thinking more like Dave. Uh, I uh, about the movie, Kevin Rudy. Spader. No, I hate that movie. David Spader and or Kevin. What's the name? David James Spader. Spader. James Spader and uh, Six, was it Six? David Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. Pretty Pink. I think. Yeah. It feels like the same movie. I can't even. Oh uh, yeah. John Hughes. That's one that you don't really like anymore either, huh? John Hughes. I know Gwen doesn't I really never like. Liked yeah, I know never Gwen really didn't. I hate John Hughes. Thinks he's like a misogynist and. He is. Yeah. yeah. His movies cater to that. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, if you look at him with fresh eyes, you'll be like, oh. Because Gwen's big on that now, like about like John Hughes films. Like she really turned away from that shit. Like I saw Weird Science not too long ago. She ever like. Oh, Will, Weird Science is the worst one. That one's the most obvious one. Yeah, because of uh, Kelly LeBron's character specifically. God, I hate. Damn, I didn't think about it that one. Smoke show though. Bruh. Oh, what did you say? Yeah, so Quentin Tarantino's like. It's like Revenge of the Nerds. What do you think is his best one? Kill you think Bill, part one. And what do you think is your favorite one? <sighs> For that one, I had to say Glorious. Mm. That's one, like, I I mean, any one of them, like, even Hateful Eight, I think that's probably, like, the. Oh, I love the Hateful Eight. I was just rewatching it, yeah. Love yeah. the Hateful Eight. I, that, one's... <sighs> that one got too much hate for no reason. Well, it's in the title. Bruh. <laughs> I'd rewatch the Hateful Eight. Like, over and over. That that and Death Proof are like in a tie with oh, probably I, my second favorite. Alright, so that's my favorite underrated film is Death Proof. Because that one doesn't get any love because people think it's his worst one or ever. I love fucking Death Proof, man. I don't think it was his... I don't think he has like a bad movie. Yeah, I mean either. Jackie Brown. No, I just rewatched Jackie Brown too. It's great. It's great, man. Boy, I really... No. I, it, feels like someone try, it feels like someone trying to make a Quentin Tarantino movie. Well, it's his, it's not an adaptation. It's not really his story. It's based on that. What's it, Leonard Skinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not Leonard Nimoy. Leonard something. He wrote a bunch of books that got adapted, and like like eighty percent of his books got adapted into movies. Like it's some real stuff. Peltier. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Not anyway. Fun. Never mind. I get it later. Y'all can look it up. He wrote uh, Out of Sight too. Kind of George Clooney out of sight. Mm-hmm. All that movie's in the same universe as Jackie Brown. Like all those huh. uh, directors. Michael Keaton plays the same char- same character in those both films. I feel like uh, most of the time, like all those directors they used to like, yeah, they're kind of yeah, they're just there now for me. So what is it? Well, your new ones are obvious, right? Harmony Kareem. Harmony Kareem is for sure my favorite director, and then even Stanley Kubrick, you feel like n- not so much as whatever Kubrick. anymore. 
But, but it's not as much. I'm not like fanboying. Yeah. Whatever. But how many can John Waters? Oh, John Waters, I, yeah. Two of my favorite directors, and then Todd Salons and uh, Andy Warhol. <laughs> I guess. Andy Love Warhol's him. needs to get slapped. Hmm. He has. Okay. I'm not going to argue with this on this because we're going to go in circles. But. Like a canvas? Oh, God. Like a canvas on the internet. Uh, and. Sounds like a band name. It's like. Everyone's blanking on movies. Wait, what's the question? Like, so, some of my favorite directors now. Oh. And, like, my older ones, I used to, like. I still really like them, but I used to. I don't like them as much now, but the Coen Brothers. Oh, I love mm. Coen Brothers. Love their stuff, though. And, um, like I said, Quentin Tarantino and, uh, even Edgar Wright. Oh, yeah, Edgar Wright's great. Yeah. yeah. But now, now I'm more into, like, I don't know. I don't know what I would call the, the directors that I'm into now. Um, like, uh, Underground? What I get, what was the music outsider, outsider okay. directors? That's what you'd call it. I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh. So, uh, Inglorious is your favorite. Uh. Uh. What's tell me what sounds out about? It. That's probably my top one of my top three or four. You love Nazi paraphernalia. That's number one, right? That's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um. I like the. How would I say it? I like how, like, the different parts of the movie are very, like, unique. Like, the beginning, you know, they're in the countryside, and that's, like, the thing. Then, you know, the it's almost like the coffee shop and the restaurants. Like, that's, like, something else. That's almost a perfect scene, too, the opening scene. Right? That's almost perfect scene. It's, uh... The tension built. The It's like a... It's like your perfect Hitchcock... Hitchcock film. You know how I'm Hitchcock was... He, well, he was very famous for perfect tension in films. Mm-hmm. That's... That's like that level of that scene that 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 just fills you with angst. You're in the entire time. You're wondering. Yeah, it's great yeah. because it's it's not um it's almost not like really like uh it's not steady. It's not gradual because it's almost like okay, like you see the Nazis coming. It's like oh shit, oh shit. Then you know like just uh, Hans Landa's like uh, his demeanor demeanor like mm-hmm. throughout. You know, there's parts where it's like oh, oh I think he's leaving. But then, like the whole time, he knew he was—he was pretty much kind of like setting his, his chess pieces up. Oh, I think it's more. Oh man, I kind of disagree because you don't even know what's going on until you know what's going on. Like it doesn't let you know that he even is hiding people because it doesn't have any. The scene isn't like, oh shit, they're coming. Let's go hide. Right, right. You don't even know there's people under the stairs. Right. Or you know, never mind. That's Wes Craven. There's people under the <laughs> floorboards. You don't even know that there until. Because the guy, the French actor, is playing it off really well until Hans gets serious. And then on a dime, it drops to like, oh, shit. I think there's a shot where it pans down to all the people under there. I think, it was right I that, think that's that, after, right? Yeah. Right that, that, it's a reveal. Yeah. So I think that was great because at first you're just enjoying a really good scene of good acting with two people in uh Like you can tell in frame. off. Like right. the other guy. But it's just kind of like, okay, let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. That's a great scene. I, I love it. It's the perfect way to open a, that kind of know. film, yeah. Right, like, I mean, because you don't know that they're under the floorboards, of course, but, yeah, like, you know he's getting to something. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, like, kind of being very, you know, very aloof and nonchalant, like, very almost charming. Yeah, he is charming. He's very charming, yeah. You know, so it's, like, you almost, like, lose yourself in that where you don't realize, like, he's there for a purpose. Right, he's wearing a Nazi outfit. Right, and know? then he's, uh, he takes out his little book, like, oh, you know, we're just kind of going through the motions, yeah, making sure know, that. Don't worry about he's, it. Like, hiding, have like. A crack. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Tom? Yeah, no, bro, just have a crack at it. You know? <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, who's the guy who played him again? Uh, Chris Waltz. Chris Waltz. He does a great job with that character. I think he's the best performance in the movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's just his... It's very subtle. Like, with all his movements and how he acts throughout the movie. Yeah. It, it's very, like, you can tell what he's about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's I mean, it's... scary. Uh, it, it, there's something to a villain who's intimidating without being a physical presence. So it's all cerebral, and there's something a little bit terrifying Definitely. about something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, you, please continue after that scene and the whole rest of the film. Right, right where, um, like, he's pretty much, like, he just makes it seem like, yeah, you know, we're just checking everybody out, making sure everything's cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I heard about this family, this family. But the whole time, he's, like, pretty much, like, baiting him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, can I, I've heard about, like, your delicious smoke. Can I get a glass? And just, like, his movements. Things that's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. So, like... It's almost like he's like just moving them around like at his own like at his own discretion, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of like waiting. He already knows what he's gonna do right. and when he's gonna do it. Right. She, he's know? like Lois from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like a mom, like just trying to like mess with you. Well, Lois specifically, you know. That's it. No, the oh, okay, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was just we, like we've been watching a lot of Malcolm in the Middle lately. That's what. Ah, gotcha. But it's not until like he gets him to open up, you know, like gets him to like reveal well the way he because the way he almost confesses it's just a sigh of relief of yes but also like fuck i'm so sorry you know and with like, tears in his eyes crying, yeah. yeah it's it's a great great scene it's, it's like built. a holding back too yeah so. yeah it's so good and yeah, I, I love that scene anyways it's a great scene to open it up uh what's another great scene from there uh, um i like the scene like right before the the film screening where um Shoshana's like getting ready she's in that red dress and then there's that song playing in the background yeah. no like not shot of her no it's fucking Cat People by David Bowie it's one of my favorite David Bowie songs of all time Cat People by David oh, Bowie oh shit yeah what? that's the song that's playing in the background it's it's perfect it's that, like a music video it's fucking perfect there's dude. also that shot of her in the window with the cigarette that I think is great and then I think someone Gorgeous. she's dressed as like a doggy and somebody asked how much is that Psst, doggy in the window <laughs> Right. Oh man, you really said really set myself up. For that. <laughs> oh man, ruff, ruff. weird turtle. I'm a tr- turtle. I don't know. Glory Faster is, is. I don't think I like it as much as the other movies. What really, good. dude? Look I at the like scenes it. we're talking I like about. A lot of his movies, but I I don't like it as much as something like Death Proof or. Oh, I love Death Proof. Yeah. Uh, the Hateful Eight. Which I think the Hateful Eight does a better job at building the tension. Like, it, it has oh, the okay. runtime for it. But yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. I guess it's just. Well, cinematically, it's it's, it's just, gorgeous. It's probably the, it's his, his best, best looking movie, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's it's more of like the interactions with each character. Again, it's like in Glorious Bastards where it's very like. Uh, it's held back and something. Like, something's off. Hmm. But you don't know yet. You know? Because it's like a mystery movie, right? The thing. Yeah. Remember, like... 
The yeah. Thing, yeah. Reference to the thing. Oh, I think it's supposed to be specifically. It was supposed they to be. They like some of the music from the thing right. in the movie. Right. And that was like the whole point. Because you don't know who's who. Who's who they say they are. I, I and Kurt Russell says, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, too. He says that. It's pretty I cool. wasn't too big on his newest movie. Why do you uh, want to be me? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? We saw that together. Me, you, I Gwen, and Tony. I liked it a lot when I saw it, but... Gwen liked it. I thought it was... I thought it was just taking his time. Yeah. Real quick. We'll jump to uh, Once Upon a Time back. But in Glorious, I want to say one thing. He literally uses film to save the war. And I think that's very symbolic. Like, f- f- film, literally, mm-hmm. is what sets the blaze... the theater on fire and kills hitler you know mm-hmm. it's like he's he, he, he used the movie the <laughs> he used the movie as a trap you know they all came for that movie that he did and then he right. used literally film to say there's something to that that he's he thinks so much of film like he's so in love with film itself with movies that he uses it to save the war it's kind of weird yeah. to kill lie. the one notorious bad guy you know that, that everyone goes the go-to is for hitler you know so <laughs> it's it's i think i really like that about i like mm-hmm. that somebody yeah. you know uh, anyways, so what's yeah, right. It kind of just dragged on. Oh, for once, was on Hollywood, and it felt oh. like it was going somewhere. But when a lot of scenes, it just felt aimless. Well, there was a great climax. Yeah, it it paid off for most of it, most of it. But again, I was just like, I was rewatching it, and I was just like, this is uh, there's a lot of wasted potential. On things, especially with the uh, the Manson family. Oh yeah, I think there's a lot of wasted potential with that. Because you, you have all these shots of, like, the Manson family and the whole cult. But it, it's just, it kind of goes nowhere with that, except for the ending. But it's this, like, big, whatever, like, Quentin Tarantino mess mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, violent it, it, stuff, It's yeah. fun, but I don't really get much out of it. Mm. That's interesting. I'd rather watch Lemon. I guess we'll leave it there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I always like uh, talking movie talk with you, dude. Um, whether we agree or disagree, it, I, I, yeah. I, your opinion is I really cool. Funner when we disagree with each other. It's always funner. We are, well, the whole house is nothing but disagreements with us. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be as much fun if we uh, all got along. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do get along. I was trying to explain it to somebody. Not some have a bunch of nerds. No, I was like, I, supper with one of my coworkers asking me like, how is it like whatever it, like. We, it really does feel like we're just four friends just kind of hanging out in the same house. Yeah. You know? It really does feel that way. Uh, yeah. So, guys, I'm home from work. Oh, I was eh, oh, cool. Man. And then we talk, we watch the same shit. And then we talk about the same shit. And we we, we eat around the same time. And then we bounce. You know, it's, it's like four roommates. That's, really yeah. Like, yeah. That's basically how it is. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like we're all distant from each other. No. Nah, we, we, hang, we hang out. Well, at least when I'm here. I mean, uh, the first of the quarter, you know, July's first quarter, really bit, like I was in Chicago. I just came in last yesterday. I flew in yesterday. That's what, I'll be in uh, Cincinnati next week, and then Indiana the week after, and Detroit after that. Close out the trip. So I'm like legitimately just being home for the weekend. Yeah. Why? What's up? You going somewhere? No, no, no. I was thinking like right, like these coming weeks consecutively. Yeah. Next like I fly out Monday, come back oh. Thursday, fly out Monday, come back Thursday, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you gonna join me or what? I don't know. I'm trying to see like. When I can coordinate something, I can hop on a plane. See where you at. Let's do it. You said uh, you said Chicago next week again. No, I'm done Chicago. I just did it last week uh, or this week. Um, Cincinnati. In Cincinnati next week, and then after that is Indiana, mm-hmm. and then 
uh, I'll fly back Saturday from Detroit. Oh, so those two are in the same week? So Indiana, I'll be till Thursday and then drive to Detroit. Ah, and then come back on Saturday. Okay, it's gotcha. actually like two hours away from where I'm at. It's not too far. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. yeah. That's how oh. it goes. Tom was gonna come with me. Got I a little was, busy. I found out about the place, and I was like, "This sounds like a nightmare." <laughs> <laughs> Save it for one of the cool places. When I go to back cool to like places. New Orleans or San Francisco, or I'd rather go to San Francisco. Yeah, next time I go up there, I'll take it with me if you want. But probably won't fly. Probably drive up there if. if yeah. Usually that's, that's how like I do it, so I don't have to get a rental car. What? Five hours. Mm, no, like four. I made it in four, four and a half. Okay. Plus, I just watch movies on the on the road up there, so that's what watch I do when movies I'm as you're driving. Yeah, I do. Got a problem with that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should drive with you. <laughs> this Sorry. guy wants to be me. <laughs> you're so ridiculous. You're look at you. You're in my glasses. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wearing women's glasses, by the way. So, mm. I'm man enough to be able What's to wear mine? women's glasses. What? They're my mom's glasses. Your mom's glasses, literally. My mom's glasses. Your mom's glasses. Your mom's. Boys hole, boys soul. Get it? <laughs> boys <yeah>. hole. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're going to cut it because we're going to watch some. Uh, I think you should leave. We're going to cut it. Uh, this is a cool little mini episode. Uh, Tom, thanks for coming on again. This is a perfect yeah. 189 just before the big grand 200, you know? Yeah. Man, Are you going to have everyone? Uh, everyone no, but we're going to have Quadra. You know, he's a barrel of monkeys. We're going to have Mike Mono and Elliot. And between those three guys, uh, we're probably going to laugh a lot. Yeah. You know how that goes. All right, guys. This has been Snooze and Booze. We had a lot of fun recording. We hope you have a lot of fun listening.